Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. Yes, indeed, everybody. Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master in our Bloomberg 1200 studio in Boston. Corey Johnson in our Bloomberg, Bloomberg 960 studio yeah. in San Francisco. You didn't know that's what it's called, did you? Who knew? It needed a name, this place. <laughs> Check it out, though. Um, stock's up uh, for a second week in a row. We're going to talk about that with our next guest. Also talk a little bit about that, what we're seeing in terms of market volatility or lack thereof. Yeah, let's get some uh, first a data check. Business news headlines with Bloomberg News anchor Charlie Pellin. Charlie. Right, I thank you very much, Corey Johnson. Speaking of volatility, the VIX holding below 10 and looking at the week, we are up for a second week here. Right now, we are showing a gain of just about 1% on the week. Stocks higher, trading at records on this Friday. We have got the S&P up 9 to 2439. That is a gain of 4 tenths of 1%. The Dow up 66, a gain there of 3 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 59 to 6305 on the NASDAQ Composite Index. That is a gain of 9 tenths of 1%. Payrolls up by 138,000 last month, well below estimates of 182,000. The unemployment rate fell to 4.3%, below the estimate of 4.4%. Mohamed Al-Aryan is a Bloomberg View columnist and chief economic advisor at Allianz. And on Bloomberg Television this morning, he says a lot of the economy's wounds are self-inflicted. And let's go back to the policy debate of a few months ago. We have a tax system that's anti-growth. It hasn't been reformed properly since the mid-80s. We haven't invested enough in infrastructure. We haven't invested enough in people. We have to think seriously about retooling the labor market. We have to think seriously about the education system. The tenure is up 18.30 seconds with a yield of 2.15%. Gold up 10.40 the ounce now to 12.80, up 8 tenths of 1%. And crude oil back below $48 a barrel, 47.72 on WTI as we head into the weekend down 65 cents, a drop of 1.3%. Brent is at 50.03 a barrel. Steep losses for RH. It suffered its worst stock decline in more than a year, a sign investors are losing faith in an overhaul hall by CEO Gary Friedman, the upscale home furnishings retailer, which used to be known as Restoration Hardware, lowered its earnings outlook for the year. Shares are plunging today by 26%. Recapping S&P up nine, a gain of four tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, thank you very much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. This portion brought to you by National Realty, managers of New York City cash flow real estate, providing you 10 to 16 percent annualized returns with immediate monthly distributions. See them at NRIA.net. This is Bloomberg. When it goes round and circle, What is the direction of the market here? Uh, interesting times of market that uh, seems valuation stretched and stretched and continues to go up. Rod Smith joins us right now. He's chief investment strategist at Riverfront Investment Group. And, Rod, what, what do you make of this market right here? The equities at least uh, of just fly in here and have been for some time. Well, I always try and answer these questions uh, with, with a sort of fundamental framework and, uh, if I can, a historical one. Um, the fundamental framework that I keep in my try to keep it as simple as possible, is that I don't believe the next bear market will occur until the market senses 
the next recession. I mean, I know it's a very simple, uh, simplized thought, but it's one I've held in my head uh, for many, many years, and it's, it's worked very well for me. And I don't see there's nothing in the economic data that says a recession is coming or that policymakers are, are, are going to, to do one. So that's the, the fundamental. What's interesting about the history is you mentioned volatility and you mentioned a new high. One of the actual historical work that we've done is that low volatility is not actually a good predictor of bear markets or corrections, and new highs are not a dangerous thing. So I'll leave you with those couple of thoughts. So what are the important indicators, metrics to watch? Yeah, uh, well, you, there's the real-time stuff, which you know is not terribly predictive but gives you a real-time read, like what, what, what we're seeing right now in terms of unemployment. And then there's momentum, uh, momentum of, of, of information. And, you know, um, one of the things, uh, advantages of being 56 and having watched a few cycles, uh, is that a ship in motion, uh, the economy is a big thing, in motion tends to stay in motion until something turns it. And in many of the cycles that I've seen, that has been a deliberate desire for us by a central bank to slow an economy down, and they haven't calculated it right, and they've overdone it. Or, as we saw recently, you get some area that goes into a bubble that bursts, and that's a shock, or you get an external shock. I've seen all of those. Um, so that's what I'm watching for. I don't see any of those at the moment. Um, you mentioned vol and, and you know, the, the, the use of the volatility index. Um, uh, it's just, it's just amazing how low these numbers are. I mean, uh, I, I said a couple of days ago, we've had 10 days in the history of, uh, you know, since 1990 when the volatility index was closed below, uh, 10, right. and right. four of them were in the month of May. Well, guess what? It's, it's 9.6 right now with 9.89 yesterday. So now it's 12, and, and you've got you know, four in, in, in June and two in May, and it just doesn't, I'm sorry, two in June and four in May, and it doesn't <laughs> seem like that can, Continue. Well, it does tell us something, and it tells us, me at least, that there is a high level of complacency. So what it tells me is if you got a surprise uh, or a shock, that the magnitude would be greater. And I'm not an expert on this, but my understanding of a lot of the high-frequency traders is when there isn't volatility, they kind of have to slow down. And when volatility reappears... All those machines kick in, and then they exaggerate it. So it sort of has become a thing that whatever direction it's going in, it, it does it make sense? It exaggerates itself a little bit. So you get these sudden spikes in volatility. But the main reason I think that volatility generally is low is that even though we're in a very volatile political environment, economically – the world is probably as stable as it's been in quite a long time. And the Fed's finally getting back to raising rates. And, and it's not are... freaking people out. <laughs> exactly. Hey, let me ask you if this freaks you out, though, because in terms of after the elections, the groups that led, yes. if I look at just after the election or just before the election till the end of last year, financials, yes. telecom, yes. energy, yes. and now they're kind of among your worst performers. Just got about 40 seconds. What does that tell you? It, it, it tells you that people were very optimistic about a quick set of policies, and now they're concerned about the time and the timing and even the possibility. Can we have a strong stock market longer term without financials being on board for the ride? Um, yes. 
Um, I mean, it's hard to have a strong stock market if they're plummeting. I mean, Europe's sort of seen that. If, if, the, if the financial sector is in trouble, but can you have a strong stock market that's led by technology, for example, or other groups? Yes, and, and, and different groups take different leaderships at different times in the cycle. All right, we got to run. Hey, Rod, thank you so much. Sure. We appreciate uh, having you kind of get uh, your take on the, the financial markets right now. Rod Smith, he's partner and chief investment strategist at Riverfront Investment Group, $6 billion in assets under management based in, in Richmond, Virginia, but uh, in our Bloomberg 1130 studio on this Friday. A check on the markets for you. This is Bloomberg. Let's get a world of national news headline check with Bloomberg News anchor Nathan Hager and M1 Studios in their nation's capital. Where it is easily the most anticipated hearing coming up on Capitol Hill next week. Former FBI Director James Comey headed before the Senate Intelligence Committee this Thursday to talk about Russian election interference. But the White House isn't ruling out invoking executive privilege to try to block it. That committee hearing uh, was just noticed. And I think obviously uh, it's got to be reviewed. White House spokesman Sean Spicer says he has not discussed the issue with White House counsel Don McGahn, but a second White House official confirms that issue is under review. The Trump administration's taking the president's travel ban to the Supreme Court. Bloomberg's Irv Chapman has more on that. The president has been overruled by appeals courts, citing his campaign oratory on the dangers posed by Muslim immigrants as evidence that the ban is unconstitutionally aimed at one religious group. Dissenting appeals judges held that the statements the president made as a political candidate should not be taken as a guide to his motivations after he took the oath of office, and he has the power to control immigration. The White House wants the Supreme Court to accept the case before leaving for summer recess at the end of this month and to allow the travel ban to take effect while it considers the case. Irv Chapman, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. The Trump administration has reportedly begun returning copies of the Senate's huge 2014 report on CIA detentions and interrogations after 9-11. The New York Times reports this move raises the possibility that 6,700-page report on so-called black site prisons could be exempted from public disclosure laws. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. This is Bloomberg.